Happy Friday! Welcome back to the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast. So today I'm going to share another kind of vulnerable episode. I know my last episode was a little bit vulnerable, but today's episode is going to be kind of the same. So if you're not into that, then you probably won't like this episode. But I'm going to be sharing with you the struggles that I faced before finding my purpose and how I found my purpose in life, I guess you could say. Um, And something that inspired me to record this podcast for you was a YouTube video that I had watched last night. Um, One of my favorite YouTubers had a chemical pregnancy and it just reminded me of kind of what I went through. Not that I went through a chemical pregnancy, but just pregnancy in general and how it relates to my story. And it really like touched me and it really you know, reminded me of a dark place that I was in a couple years back. And all the comments that women were leaving on this video were so hateful, I feel like, and very heartless. And it kind of made me emotional for her because I couldn't believe that people were being so cruel and mean and nasty on such a vulnerable video. And since I could kind of relate to how she was feeling... I got emotional over it. I was like, wow, these people literally think this girl is insane and crazy, and it's just so sad to hear people react that way. So I kind of want to share my story and how it relates. So um, you might have read this story already on my blog. If not, I'm going to share it again with you right now. So without further ado, let's just jump right into the story. So let's flash back to January 2017. Over two years ago, Um, if you have heard about any of my previous stories, my six-month blog journey or how I became a full-time blogger, then you know that I am, in fact, a college dropout who used to waitress full-time. If you are a waitress, too, then you know how exhausting that job can be. It doesn't only physically drain you, because yes, it is physically draining. You run around for 12 hours on your feet with no breaks, at least that's how it was for me, but it also takes a toll on you mentally. Hungry customers aren't always the kindest, I definitely learned that, and here in Massachusetts, the wage for servers is about 3 to $4 an hour, which we don't usually see in our paycheck because of taxes. So we live off of our tips. And where I work, there would be a fair share of people who wouldn't tip generously or even at all. And yes, people will say, well, did you give them good service? Like, trust me, I have been a server for 10 years. I know how to serve. But regardless, I would have the thoughts of, am I going to make rent this month? Or will I need to eat another McDonald's cheeseburger? Because please, no, I don't want to. My life consisted of waking up, going to work for 12 hours, coming home feeling drained, falling asleep, and repeating the next day. It was a constant state of, what the hell am I doing? I was so sick of this lifestyle. My job took every ounce of my happiness. My family and friends even noticed. I remember calling my mom after most shifts, crying to her about how unhappy I was. And many would just tell me, you know, go get a new job. But it wasn't that easy. Every job I would apply to would just tell me that I didn't have enough experience or I wasn't qualified enough or it would be a very low-paying job. 
I had bills to pay, $450 for rent, $200 for my car, $145 for my car insurance, debt that needed to be paid off, electric, oil, internet, food, and the list just goes on. A $10 an hour job just would not cut it for me. And I felt stuck in a reality that was sucking the life out of me. Most days I'd wake up and refuse to move from my bed at all. I felt like my bed was sucking me in. I physically could not move because I was that depressed. I would hold all of this in because I'm the type of person that wants to look strong on the outside. I'd say that I'm okay, when in reality I really wasn't. And many believed I was happy. No one thought I was depressed, but I knew I was. If you have anxiety, then you might be able to relate to the feeling of not wanting to be a burden to anyone else with their pain. And they would all think I'm crazy anyway, right? The shortness of breath, watching as the walls caved in, and my hands going numb as I sat there wanting all of it to stop. That was anxiety at its finest. Don't worry. You're okay. Just breathe. It's all in your head. That's what they'd tell me. But was it? Was it all in my head? Am I really okay? During this time of my life, I felt as if I had no purpose. I woke up every day to sell burgers to customers who most of the time just wanted their food and could care less about anything else. I get it. I'm a waitress and that's what I'm here for, but that's the thing. That's not me. I'm a compassionate person. I'm friendly and I enjoy conversation. I don't like being taken advantage of, and I don't like being called names because a burger wasn't cooked properly. Now, here's where my story gets even more interesting, a side that you might not have heard yet. My crave for a purpose got the best of me. Ever since I was a little girl, I had this dream of getting married, having a beautiful home, and being a mother. A typical dream most girls have. I always wanted to be a mom, and I knew that since the beginning... I haven't wanted to be anything more than I have wanted to, to be a mom. I always looked up to my mom growing up. Since I was 11 years old, she raised me on her own, and she taught me how to be strong and independent. She loved me unconditionally and always put a roof over my head with a food on the table, even if that meant working two to three jobs. Maybe it's because of her that I wanted to be a mom so badly. One day something inside of me snapped. I became so miserably depressed, the only thing that I wanted was a baby of my own. I was not okay. My mental health was not okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for about five and a half years at that time, and we are not married, but we knew we wanted to be one day. Although I wanted a baby so badly, it was the right. it was not the right time. He's the wise one in this situation. He knew that we still needed to work on our finances, and... However, that didn't stop me from the feeling that I had, that feeling of just craving wanting to have a child. For many months, I would convince myself that I was pregnant. I still remember clear as day crying that I was having side pains, and that's when I convinced my boyfriend to bring me to urgent care to get it checked out. The doctor told me that I needed to get a CAT scan or an MRI, I can't remember which one exactly, but... They wanted to make sure nothing was serious. You know, they thought maybe it could be my my appendix. And I remember lying there terrified for my life because I thought I was pregnant and I didn't want anything to happen to my baby. I knew that a scan wasn't good for expecting mothers. I sat there and cried and I told the doctor, no, I, I can't do this. I'm pregnant and I don't want anything to happen to my baby. 
and the look of worry and confusion appeared across her face as she tried to ease my nerves. I went into complete panic, and that panic attack took over my body. She assured me that I was not pregnant and that this scan needed to be done. I went through with it crying and couldn't believe the words she was telling me. I, I swore I was pregnant. I had this intense feeling inside of me telling me, You are pregnant. I felt so ashamed and embarrassed. And this wasn't the first time either. There was another time before this where I had a gut feeling that I was pregnant. I remember going to my doctor's office, extremely excited to hear the good news. I sat there in her office with a smile on my face as she proceeded to ask me, So, what brings you here today? Well, that's a silly question I had thought to myself because she knows I am here to get my pregnancy test results. I told her, I think I am pregnant. And I smiled. And before I could say anything back, she immediately responds with, well, you're not. And I could feel my heart sink as I held back the tears. I couldn't believe how abrupt and rude she was with her response, although now I understand. There aren't many 23-year-olds out there who are wanting to be pregnant. Usually at that age, you aren't rushing for kids. I could tell she was confused by my look of disappointment. She probably thought I wanted to hear that I was not pregnant. But why am I not ecstatic by her words? Shouldn't I be so happy that I'm not pregnant? I'm only 23 and it's not the end of the world. But my heart was breaking. Each month passed by and I convinced myself I was pregnant. I spent all of my spare change on pregnancy tests hoping that one would read positive. But it never did. And the sad part is that deep down I knew that I would not get a positive pregnancy test because my boyfriend and I weren't actually trying. But... I still always had this bit of hope. It was after my trip to urgent care that I knew I was mentally unstable. The fact that me not being pregnant upset me so much to the point of anxiety attacks, depression, and false pregnancies were the first signs. It's so hard to want something so badly when you know deep down it's out of your control. Knowing the timing isn't right hurts even more. Fast forward to April 2017, this was a turning point for me. I was a full-time waitress, a college dropout, anxious and depressed because life wasn't going the way I wanted it to at all, and I felt as if I had no purpose. I wanted more. I wanted someone to tell me that it was going to be okay. I was sick of the late-night tears that wouldn't let me sleep and the mentally unstable thoughts of wanting to quit my life. I felt hopeless and stuck in a rut that I couldn't escape. There was nothing I wanted more than to escape my reality. So I finally did. I created my blog in April 2017 as a way to escape from my reality, and I called it L Too Close. I wanted to escape my reality so badly that I even called myself L instead of Lauren. You know, I really did not like my life. The only good part was my boyfriend and my supportive friends and family. I knew that if I didn't focus on something else, I would be stuck in this constant state of depression. I was done convincing myself that I was pregnant. I was done trying to please all my angry customers, and I was done living life negatively. If I didn't change my situation, I probably would not be here today telling my story. I was at my absolute rock-bottom breaking point. Change was all I needed, but I knew it wouldn't come on its own. I dreamed of being a writer, and I always wanted to share my stories to inspire. I never imagined that one day it would become my new reality. A reality that I actually look forward to every single day. I never thought that day would come. I hated the thought of waking up to a new day, and now I crave it. 
My blog gave me a new outlook on life, on myself, and I found my purpose. Do you want to know what's crazy about this whole thing? I would have never started my blog if it wasn't for reaching my rock bottom. So I learned that trusting the timing of your life is everything. If you have reached your breaking point, you can only rise up. When I told people I wanted to be a mom and that I was ready, they would tell me I am crazy. They always told me that I am young and I should enjoy my life while I can. But they aren't me. They don't know how badly I want this. They don't know how badly it hurts. And do I sound crazy? Perhaps. But it's how I felt and it's what I really wanted at the time. But now looking back at it, maybe it wasn't the baby I wanted at that moment. Maybe it was purpose that I wanted. I felt as if I had no purpose in life. I felt that no one cared or truly needed me here. But my child would need me. My child would want me here. I needed to fill that void that was in my heart. It might not make sense, but it made sense to me. I know now that a baby wasn't what I needed at that moment. I know now that the timing wasn't right. When the timing is right, it will happen. My blog helped me realize that I do have a purpose, and that purpose is to help others find happiness in the life that they live. We all have a purpose, and sometimes it just takes a bit of time and healing to truly figure out what that purpose is. You may not know it now, but one day it'll hit you like a ton of bricks. When that moment comes, you will feel better than you have ever felt before. And trust me when I say that, you have a purpose in life. You are put on this earth for a reason, even if in this moment it doesn't feel that way. I've been there and I know that feeling. It's dark, lonely, and suffocating, but there is a light. Put your energy into what you can control. The thing about life is that there's a lot of things that we sadly don't have much control over, and oftentimes we focus hard on the things that we can't control. And this is where depression comes in and takes away our happiness. We become frustrated because we want a situation to change so badly, but no matter how hard we try, we can't do anything about it. For example, death. Recently, in May 2018, I lost my grandpa. And I had explained this in the previous podcast episode, but he was my other half growing up and he was always there for me. I remember going to his house every day after school just to vent to him about all of my problems and he would listen so well. And he'd always tell me that I was his favorite granddaughter, that I was beautiful and smart, and he knew how to bring me out of my darkest days. And he is a huge reason as to why I'm still here today. Well, when my parents got divorced, my grandpa helped me through it all, and I love him so much, and the day that I lost him, it broke my heart, but I knew that day would come, but no matter how much notice you get, it never makes it any easier. This is a situation that I had no control over. I couldn't bring him back. I could try as hard as I wanted, but it wasn't going to change anything. Focusing all of my energy on trying to bring him back would do more harm than good. Instead of trying to bring him back, I decided to celebrate his life. By living more. Life is too short to spend it trying to control things that you can't. So instead of focusing on what I couldn't control, I started focusing on what I could control. I started to live more, and I made my happiness a priority. You know, my grandpa always taught me how to live life to the fullest and how to keep my heart and soul young always. And don't be afraid to be your biggest cheerleader. Whenever you pursue something in life, make sure to cheer yourself on. I believe in the power of mindset. You are what you think you are. Once you believe in yourself, you can accomplish anything.
They say you can achieve anything you put your mind to. If you want to become your own boss, hell yes, you can. Tell yourself you can, and you will make it happen. Create your own hype. Cheer for yourself. Celebrate all accomplishments, big and small. And don't be afraid to be proud, because you deserve to be. So where am I now? Well, it's been over two years since my darkest day, and I'm sitting here healed and sharing my story with you. The story of how my darkest day has led me to my brightest moments. I stopped focusing on everything that was going wrong in my life, and I created a new mindset and a new outlook on life. My days were spent working 12-hour shifts and coming home instantly, opening up my laptop and creating. I would create for hours. I started a community called Boss Girl Bloggers, and I made connections with other women who were trying to do the same exact thing as me. We all just wanted purpose. Six months after creating my blog, it grew. I was getting readers who actually cared about me, who wanted to read my newest blog post. They sent me kind messages letting me know that I have inspired them to start their own blog and go after their purpose. My community grew to over 30,000 women who all have the same exact dream as me. And at that moment, I didn't feel alone. I felt a sense of purpose and I had hope. I love who I am and I... I love who I am when I'm writing, and I love who I am when I'm inspiring others. About six months into my blogging journey, I was able to cut back my waitressing shifts to only one to two times a week. I was making enough income to pay all of my big bills, and I felt a sense of financial security for the first time in my life. I was living on my own since I was 18, and this was the first time I felt alive. I actually get excited for new day, like for every new day, and I look forward to all the possibilities, and I love to create, and I love to help others. Right now, my darkest days are in the past, because I chose to leave them there. The only way I could have found my way out was through change. Not just in my mindset, but in my actions, too. Choose happiness. We are stronger than we think we are. If I can rise up, so can you. It may feel like the end, but it's really just the beginning. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, honestly, if you have gotten rejected in the past, if you've received a no from the job that you really wanted, just to know that everything is happening for a reason, that no is going to bring you something bigger and something better. I wanted a baby so badly, but... I didn't have a baby for a reason and that's because I was meant to start my blog and I was meant to create so just remember that moving forward everything happens for a reason and you have a purpose in life you just have to find it and go after it with all that you have if you enjoyed this episode you know feel free to share and screenshot it tag me on social media at LDuClose on Instagram or at BGBloggers on Twitter. I love connecting with you guys. It means the world to me when I read sweet messages from you and just interacting in general. Um, and I'm always here if you need somebody to talk to. Until next time, guys.